those moments of doubt you have about trying something new, just stop. Like, just stop having those doubts because I am who I am. Welcome back to the Director of Vibe podcast. I'm your host and Director of Vibes, Leslie Schultz, and we are diving into part two of the Daily Fairs interview. I hope that you've already had a chance to get to know them in our last episode. The last bit of quality time I spent with these girls was right before I was moving away from Nashville. It was actually my last night there. We had a wonderful little bonfire and just like reminisced and caught up and it was amazing. And these wonderful ladies gifted me with The Artist's Way. If you're not familiar with this book, we are going to talk all about it. It is basically a spiritual path to higher creativity. So far, it's been an incredible journey for me. I am halfway through the book right now. Um, So I'm about, I'm on week six of 12. So this is a really exciting time for me to kind of reassess where I'm at with this journey and also share what they got from it and hopefully inspire some of you to pick up the book, The Artist's Way, unblock your own creativity, and really step into a new level of being excited to create things. When I recorded this episode with these girls, I was on my first week of The Artist's Way and kind of didn't really know what I was getting in on just yet. And I have to say, it has been quite an incredible eye-opening journey for me and one that's allowed me to slow down and take my own pace at this. I said I'm on week six, but it's actually been probably more like eight or nine weeks that it's taken me to get to this point. And old me would really stress out about that and just kind of put pressure on myself to get with the program and stay on track. But I don't think that's the point here. I think the point is to really do the work and dig in and get radically honest with ourselves about what is blocking our creativity, what is keeping us stuck. And that's a lot of what it's uncovered for me. And as we get into with the girls from the Daily Fair, you'll see that's a lot of what it brought up for them, but in very different ways. And that's what I'm loving about sharing this process with this conversation and now bringing you in on it because it's going to look different for everyone just as every bit of growth and directing our vibe does. And it's amazing. So without further ado, let's dive into our conversation with Hannah and Alyssa of The Daily Fair on The Artist's Way. And of course, it wouldn't be the Director Vibe podcast without some music, so you're going to be hearing a lot of new music from their latest album. Enjoy. I'm really excited and I want to hear, I've heard actually, I've already heard this a little bit. So if you want to share more than you told me already, awesome. But I'm excited to hear again about your experiences of walking through the artist's way and what that was like for you guys and what you discovered about yourselves going through it. But let's first kind of preface it with what is it for people that maybe haven't heard it? Because when you guys brought it up to me, it was like the third, maybe fourth time that I had either seen this book or heard about it. And it was like, okay, this keeps being shown to me like maybe there's something to it maybe like I need to walk myself through it yeah I had been introduced to it initially by a drummer friend of mine who had I think gone through it a couple of times and I didn't really understand it when he talked about it and then we both joined uh, this group called the firecracker department which is a group of um, so good yeah uh, you can if you are 
female or non-binary come on over and join the firecracker department but it's a group of creative people who just want to encourage their community to be and do more creative things and be true to themselves and tell all those stories so part of that group they decided to go through the artist way together and there were people in the group who had done it before so it's kind of something that is easier to go through with someone who has done it previously at least it was for me I tried to go through it the on my own when I'd first heard about it and made it exactly two and a half weeks and didn't go <laughs> any further. But it's, I can't remember how many weeks the course is. It's 12 it's weeks. 12 weeks, okay. It's, 12. It's, it's retraining your brain to allow yourself to be the creator that you are. And for some of us, that person is far more inaccessible than it might be for others. So it's, it's to help yeah. you break out of the mindset that you can't make that thing and the thing that was super cool is like we did we did do this with a group of creatives but it it's not just for people who think they're creative like it's for anybody who is just like I kind of want to explore me I want to have some kind of an understanding of different parts and it was interesting going through this with people because they were like wow when I was younger like I used to be really creative and I used to play music or I used to do art or I used to do these things. And then the older you get, the more like ignorant you feel around people who are skilled and talented in different ways. And you kind of like shut yourself up. Um, so doing this with people who even in the creative realm or who would even call themselves that, that still exists. It, it, it really is for anybody. It's, just, it's a tool to retrain you to be you. To unlock whatever yeah. part of yourself you have not allowed to be. Because we're all creative in our own ways. So it doesn't, it's not necessarily music or painting. It, no, it can I, be anything. I realize that I'm, I am a gardener extraordinaire. Like, I'm not great at it, but I'm, like, learning. It's something that, like, I, that is entirely beautiful. Like, and that's a form of creativity. It is. Mm -hmm. It's a form of creativity. And I'm, I'm not going to be some, like, insane, like, landscaper. But it unlocks something in my brain to make me feel understood. And, and I think that's important what you, what you just noticed that, like, you're not doing it to make it a profession. And often we, that was what I read in the first chapter was where it was talking about how like people are, are naturally creative, mm -hmm. whatever it is in your life, but then you're kind of like, you have to push that down because it's not going to make money or whatever mm -hmm. society or your parents want to tell you, but there's still purpose to being creative for the sense of being creative and just having an outlet or Oh my God. Bringing more it creativity adds, into whatever it is you do in your life. Yeah, it adds so much value to you alone. Mm -hmm. Like you can stand in the understanding of you yeah. in a totally new way. It blew my mind. Like it, it actually blew my mind. Lisa, we were on our way to a show. I'm looking up and going, uh huh. We were on our way to a show. <laughs> <laughs> um and she was like watching the video of them like talking about it kind of pitching the idea to all the firecrackers and she was like hey would you like to do this and I was 
like, I mean, sure, okay, fine, that's cool. And I had no idea the good I was opening my life to. <laughs> oh, doing the artist way. Of like the 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 challenge yeah. and the fact that like like the morning pages alone. Um. I sometimes I wake up and just do them now. Like well, so hold on, hold on. Let's back up yeah. a little bit because I want to share like Please. my perspective. I've literally just started this yeah. two days ago. Is that it seems super simple. You do two things mainly. You write three pages in the morning with no purpose. You just write, mm -hmm. and then you take yourself on an artist date once a week. And then each week there's also like some other kind of deeper activities and questions and things. Mm -hmm. So it, at the surface, it seems really simple. It's a lot of work, but it seems simple. And then the way you guys are both like, you haven't even gotten into the nitty gritty of what it's done for you, but you're just like talking about how it's just like, whoa, this is a crazy process. Unlocking you to yourself and all of this is so mind blowing to me that it's that simple can just like shift everything. So Leslie, I think for you, it's actually going to be a lot, knowing you the way that I do and knowing how much work you have done and uh, do regularly to allow yourself to be who you are and to intentionally pursue growth like that and to like explore things that you maybe don't know about or whatever. Like you're, you're a very intentional and active person already in the whole purpose of this book. I had a really hard time with it. I had a much That's more interesting. doing it by myself, but my personality is very different from yours. Yeah, true. It's, and as you are very different from Hannah, and I'm very yeah. different from you and all that, I just think there were, there were parts of it that felt easy and even like unnecessary to me. And I'm curious actually to find out if or when this will be challenging. Mm. I'm sure there'll be a moment and I will let I'm you sure know. There will be. <laughs> I I don't want to project on what that yeah. means, but I'm curious yeah. because there the hardest part for me both times was getting past those first three chapters. Well, and I think perhaps at least what I've experienced in past situations mm -hmm. of growth and and being in containers with people who have different backgrounds and different things that they need to work on. The points of where it gets challenging is the point of where your block is. And that's different for everybody because we all have our own conditioning that's, that's been layered over us from our own personal experiences. So. Oh my God. There was a chapter that. No spoilers. I, I honestly, <laughs> I don't even fully remember which one it was. I just remember I read the first paragraph and I closed the book <laughs> oh I remember and I said happening. I can't I can't do that like oh, I like yeah. it's like a really intense block we both had it on different chapters and yep. we talked about it because they were very clearly like moments of oh shit <laughs> I don't want to look at this <laughs> I I didn't even know that was something that was preventing me from moving forward and creating and, and being my true self. Well, most times we don't. I mean, and it's, it's, oh my God. I feel like in my experience, it's usually like right in front of your face too. Like it's, it's obvious, oh, but you don't see was, it. That was the pain of it is like the first paragraph I read it and I was like, wow. Mm. 
And I'm not somebody that like <laughs> puts something to the side. I'm a blaze forward, get it done kind of a person. Yeah. So to have something that full stops me in anything was startling. And I just cried about it. And I told like, I, again, we were going through this with people and we had like Zoom chats and stuff um, throughout. And I was like, I couldn't even read it. And they're like, that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. It was, it's the first recognition of something in your life that needed to be addressed. Mm -hmm. I think we many times lack the compassion on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like we allow it for people, but we don't always allow it for our own, not even like shortcoming is the wrong word, but for our own moments of confusion or like a limiting belief, you know, yeah. the way I try to look at it is those limiting beliefs are there because they served you at some time. It, it yeah. happened because some life experience happened, you reacted in a certain way, and then that gets stored in your body, in your nervous system, and you don't even know that it's there. And then when something similar comes up, that feeling bubbles up and you're like, oh shit. Oh my and God, like, there was a moment. It doesn't mean anything about you. Yeah. It just is had a very odd moment like one of the tasks that we had to do was like list out something and it was like you know say something about your dad like have this conversation with your dad on a piece of paper you know like write it out and I <laughs> I switched the familial because that wasn't where my struggle was like I I I, I love my family you That's didn't have a conversation problem. with your dad you I didn't have else. a conversation with my dad I had it with someone else in my family because that was the person mm. that I needed to address. And <laughs> there is such freedom in realizing those aspects when we start to unfold things. And that's why this, it's just, it's not perfect. The artist way is not perfect. It's just a very interesting tool for people who really are willing to take a step, understand themselves. And I feel like the title is a little misleading. Because it, it does so much more than just like, you're not going to write like a whole movie script. You're not going to do all this stuff, but you, well, you might, might finally start to realize the people you haven't, <laughs> but you might start to realize the mm-hmm. that you haven't settled certain things in your life that are holding you back from doing your true purpose on this planet. And so that was really cool. Morning pages saved my sanity just to put it mildly and they made me upset that I had to do them (laughs) I was not sane about those I I love how different this was for the two of you I think that's why it's so interesting and I wanted to talk about it funny like such totally different experiences so So what were what were some of your big (laughs) takeaways from the process that you like kind of unlocked about yourself one of my takeaways was actually realizing and one of the one of the people that we were going through it with has gone through this book i want to say at least three or four times and they were in our in our group discussion about it they were saying how it was interesting to see that they were still getting things out of it even going through it again and again and i'm my takeaway was that i can and i will go through this process and we should always be growing and changing Mm -hmm. and if something is good for you you will have to do it again and it won't be possible to do it the same way you did before so and it was 
again, because I hate doing things I'm not good at, <laughs> um, every time that I, that I approach this now, it's going to be with the understanding that I am not the same person I was last time I did this. So I need to be ready for a different experience. We're basically like onions and ogres, you know, like there's new layers that you peel back. And as you get through one to one new version of yourself, then you, you read a question or start to answer it in a totally different way and discover a new block. Yes. Pond is agreeing with you for sure. <laughs> Pond goes through personal development too. I know it. Pond does. Pond is going through <laughs> right now, physical she's... development as well. She <laughs> has a whole new me. leg. What about you, Hannah? What was your one of your biggest takeaways? <laughs> I'm like stalling. I know. I saw, I saw your face. One of my big takeaways was I know myself better than I realize. That's a good one. Those moments of doubt you have about trying something new, just stop. Like, just stop having those doubts because I am who I am. And the more that I step back and realize the things that, like the negative things I've allowed people to speak over me or try to attach to me, it's not me. So when I need to say something, I, I need to say it. And that's what actually came very important for me with morning pages, which is um, for those who haven't done the artist way or are unfamiliar, every morning you wake up and you write like three pages worth of um, just stream of thought. So I gave myself a notebook that was smaller and attainable for me to actually do it because I really wanted that to be something I could accomplish. I had a really hard time growing up with homework. So <laughs> for me, having homework was like a, a kind of a big hurdle. Um, so doing that, it gave me a sense of accomplishment and a sense of understanding. And I realized certain dialogues that were just constantly in my head in my dreams that were outrageously destructive. I, I could cry about it. It very, very painful things I didn't even know were part of my cycle that needed to be broken. And so going through that really brought to light a lot of the damaging things I was saying to myself for absolutely no reason. And so, so many of those thoughts are like in those, that inner mean girl or whatever I like to call it is like, yeah. you don't even hear it. It's just, it's just happening. Yeah, and you step back and you go, is that a red flag? Is that this? Is that that? And my brain moves a million miles an hour like I, like you. Like <laughs> I had to take time to just actually step back, learn how to breathe because you have no idea what's fully going on in your million mile an hour brain. Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, being able to like, try it like because the whole thing is stream of conscious so I just let it go and there comes a point spoiler where like you're supposed to go back and read what oh that's interesting because it says in I the beginning you're it. not supposed to so you're supposed to write you have uh to do x amount of pages and for me I gave myself x amount of time to write at a certain point because I was like I have nothing to say because I'll <laughs> think through things before I write them in real life 
yeah i won't write it unless i feel like it's worth saying so getting myself to even write anything down was a challenge enough so i was like i'm not gonna be able to fill out that many pages i'm gonna write until my time is up and i physically was unable to read what i had written because <laughs> i was writing so fast chicken scratch there were times, I'm, yeah it was and my handwriting's not like terrible but i it, just to get it out of myself was an effort and i'm curious next time around if that'll be different mm. or not we'll find out yeah but yeah so yeah i i definitely had the moment where i go if i reread this i i will I will completely turn my life on its head because there's so much doubt, so much apprehension, so much negativity that I don't think if I ever followed, if I followed through on what I was writing, I would never recover. Mm. I think it's important to realize you don't, <laughs> you don't know the dialogue you're telling yourself. Yeah, that's so true. And to have an outlet like that, um, is really powerful to me and I go back to it when I'm feeling really confused or really downhearted about something because there's there's a reason I'm I'm at that that place and uh, it has to has to be faced and if I if it weren't for that I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it (laughs) because it's Mm -hmm. hard it's hard to to wake up every day and do something like that but it is incredibly beneficial um to be forever is what you wished we would be cuz with your curious if you guys noticed any ways that going through the artist way impacted your album that's about to come out technically our record was done before we did the artist way but did it so, were there any like blocks about releasing it or that part of it that maybe it helped oh my like- god yes <laughs> <laughs> yes it's, it's interesting because so we had finished recording we thought and then we went on tour for x amount of weeks and we may have told you this well at some point but we went back into the studio to retrack certain songs because hannah's voice had changed from being on the road and from how many people we had spoken to and just hearing different different stories from people that we met on the road um any experiences that we had the way that we sang the song from when we attracted it initially had changed and that was that w- it was really interesting um and our producer he's a wonderful man and he was like seriously <laughs> and we we're like can you just humor us like it it doesn't it doesn't sound like me anymore like we listened to it while we were on tour and we we're like it doesn't even sound like me anymore and when we went back and he just like i just 
one shot just sang through the song. He goes, oh, my God, I know what you mean. Okay, yeah, let's do mm-hmm. it. And so we retract all of the vocals on everything except one song. That was done. And then we did The Artist's Way. And then COVID happened. And all of our plans to release this record got pushed back to their it, at the moment while we're recording this it still hasn't been released but hopefully soon um but we did i think both of us like i wrote a song painting my room and actually told him that i was like no oh, let's let's try this where i don't think i would have done that before because i don't like showing people things that aren't done <laughs> Or aren't you know? Or you know, it's it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a serious song, but it fit the moment. It it was getting out of my own head to where this isn't going to be something that I think is necessarily good or anything to do with my career as a musician. But this is part of the experience that I'm going through in my life right now, and mm-hmm. so is she, and we are in this group and so it was a reactionary writing experience and I don't normally do that and show it to people the day it happens that's awesome so I did that Mm -hmm. and also right when things started with quarantining with quarantining like we had done another song uh, fire feeling fire which we released back in July of this year and the thing that it opened up to us was this like the like stop shaming yourself for your creativity my god just be the creative beauty that you are like just just stop you don't actually have a schedule that you have to stick to no if you wake up in the middle of the night write it down paint something stop feeling like you have to stick to some kind of a criteria of creativity like it doesn't exist like that we get asked all the time like how did how do you write your songs and we're like oh my god everyone is different like there's no there's no like formula formula to how we write sometimes like she wrote uh the first couple of verses of come on weary brother and the chorus and then she showed me on piano in our house is super out of tune and then i jotted down some thoughts about it and that became the song and then a year later it completely became something new when i changed the last bit and we jumped up high like nothing is ever the same like we wrote down to the river driving down the side of the highway like i thought we were going to die because i literally i was screaming that song i'm making it up on the spot and Liz was playing a really crappy guitar and just happened to hit record on her phone like creativity hits you in ways you don't even know so stop feeling ashamed when it doesn't hit you the way you think it should like just give yourself a break and realize you cannot formulate a plan to be creative <laughs> i think there's a conception good. within the artistic community whatever medium you choose that you're going to have this moment and someone is going to want to make a movie about it or someone's going to want to write a book about it you you think that you have to have a moment of just this insane shift in inspiration or something and it make it it results in the work that you will be known for i think there's a huge amount of pressure 
in, well, I guess not just the artistic community, there's, there's that pressure on everyone in their field to have that moment where you are suddenly unforgettable for this thing that you did. Mm. And allowing yourself to recognize that that's what you think and that's what you've been taught and that's what you want and having the moment where you decide that you love this thing enough and it is so much a part of you that you can't not do it even if that moment never happens that that's a that's maturity that you i don't think I don't think anybody hits at the same time, but we all have to come to that realization. And if you don't, maybe you're not, maybe that's not the thing that you should be pursuing. If you, if you are willing to quit, if that recognition never comes and you're, you're doing this for that attention or that experience, I'm mostly speaking for myself, but I would venture a guess that it's not just me. But hopefully the thing that you're doing will bring you that joy and fulfillment regardless of someone else knowing about it. That's I'll, beautiful. I'll play music. Thanks. But I'll, I'll, I'll play music forever. And there's a good chance that it's not going to be heard by that many people, whether that's forever or that's for now. Like, but I can't stop doing it because I... It's just there. It's part of who I am. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it is with going through the artist's way, you you find parts of yourself you didn't even know were there. And it's it's so healing because there for whatever reason, like um, I think back to this moment and I'll tell my mom that I talked about her before this airs, but um, my mom used to play viola, and my dad is a very talented guitar player. Um, not professionally, but it's it's just part of who he is. And so my mom used to play viola, and she loved it. Um, but then she stopped because she met somebody that was better at a musical art and didn't want to yeah. be in the shadow of or overshadow and it's not a fault on either side my parents are incredibly compatible um but it opens your mind up to an understanding that we are constantly weighing the people around us with ourselves our own skills our own talents and it's something innate it's something that's just kind of embedded in the makeup of who we are but to be able to recognize it in a way that makes it healthier and makes it beneficial, not just to you, but to the people around you, that there is a skill that you have, um, it, it's just beautiful. And my, my parents, my dad taught me how to play guitar, you know, and my, I, I wonder if my love for cello comes from my mom's passion for having played viola you know what I mean like yeah you don't know where all of who you are comes from but to be able to take a step back 
and appreciate it is I think what I most primarily walk away from this book with. Mm. This is so good. It's making me really excited to keep walking through this and I will definitely be sharing with you two and with, you know, this audience here, like how it goes and we'll maybe have just like another chat and we'll, you guys can interview me and have, really have my experience. <laughs> but I'm so grateful for both of you, like as friends, as sharing your experience, sharing this tool with me, taking time to sit here with us today. Like I'm so excited to hear the album. I hope everybody downloads it. I'm going to put links to make it really super simple and easy in the show notes. And yeah, thank you guys for being here and sharing your energy with us. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and listening. It truly means the world to me. And my goal here in showing up is always to provide you with value. So I want to know what your biggest takeaways are from this episode. Please take a screenshot, share your biggest takeaways, and tag me on social media at LeslieAllison33 and Direct Your Vibe Podcast so I can see it and celebrate you for taking this time to direct your vibe. Keep your vibes high and we'll talk soon.